with us today is Congressman Peter King, and he um, has some sleepless nights about what, thing, what things are going on in our city, our state, our country, and in Washington. Uh, Congressman King, uh, tell us how you, uh, I mean, I, I know you, you've been very upset lately about things that are going on. Tell us about it. Yeah, John, first of all, I, I try to be optimistic, and we're you know, heading into uh, Thanksgiving week, and I want to wish everybody uh, an early happy Thanksgiving, but wow, it's hard to be happy these days. First of all, one positive note is that the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, did get through legislation to keep the government open for at least a few months. So that'll be out of the way during the holidays. Maybe Congress can calm down a bit and get you know, real legislation through and, as you say, do common sense things. But other than that, you know, when you see these demonstrations around the country and you know, the other night when the Hamas uh, demonstrators basically attacked the Democratic National Committee, you had people locked inside, fearing for their lives. One Democratic member of Congress said he felt more nervous, more concerned on that night than he did on January 6th. So this is insane. And then we know, and John, I used to, when I was chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, and after that, when I was still on the committee, I kept a big map in my office of all of the potential terror targets in New York City. And that was then. And even up until a few months ago, I was very concerned about that. Now, since then, we've had these thousands and thousands of uh, migrants coming to the city. They're not being vetted. We know some are coming from the Middle East. Some are coming from China, and all you need is one or two of them to be ISIS operatives. And now we see all these demonstrations for Hamas, which shows the extent of support for these radical Middle Eastern policies, really anti-American, anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, carrying out violence in the streets of New York, and they're here. And then we hear, on top of all that, at a time when crime is up anyway, the terror threat is getting worse every day, that the mayor's budget is going to end up cutting uh, over the next few years, five, it was 5,000 police officers from the NYPD when we probably need 5,000 new ones. I mean, I, I can't tell you how concerned I used to be with the whole counterterrorism situation in New York. And that really remains, John. The fact that we had the FBI and the police and all of the law enforcement agencies working together around the clock, that's the only reason we didn't have more attacks in recent years. Now, you add to that these thousands and thousands of migrants coming in, a number of whom we know have been on the terror watch list we haven't even caught. And that's where we need more cops, more counterterrorism, more uh, support between the FBI and the NYPD. And instead, money's being cut back, and the counterterrorism unit's been cut back. I know Bill Bratton, the former great commissioner, he's been concerned about this. Ray Kelly is. I certainly am. I spoke to people who used to work at One Police Plaza, which is the police headquarters. They are extremely concerned. And then on top of that, I guess I keep going on top of this and on top of that, uh, you had the fact that the mayor now is under investigation. I'm not prejudging that at all. I think that was handled very badly by the authorities. But the fact is it keeps him, it has to keep him from doing the job that he really wants to do or should be doing anyway. So with all of that, John, yeah, I'm, I, I'm concerned. And uh, maybe the only beacon of light we get is listening to your radio show at 5 o'clock where we basically call on people and demand people just do some common sense. We can... I'll give out the details, but let's get the job done. Uh, I think th there is nobody that could argue with you on that. And, I, you know, uh, uh, I think we have to wait and see what he has in mind. And uh, don't forget, the last time we had a problem like that, uh, uh, I think the governor took charge. 
Uh, what, what, what year was that? Do you remember that far back? Yeah, I mean, I, was, I, I remember when you had, uh, that was with uh, Governor Kerry, I guess. We go that, back that far, and they set up a, a, a you know, control board to uh, you know, be managed in New York City. We have that. But also, uh, I think what we have here is, back in those days, uh, let's even go a little closer than that. In 1993, when Rudy Giuliani took over, he was elected mayor. He had a, an awful lot to overcome, but he had all of the district attorneys working with him. He had Peter Vallone and the city council working with him. Now we have at least three and maybe four district attorneys who are working against the police, except for Mike McMahon in Staten Island. Linda Katz, I think, is better in Queens. But you go to, uh, especially in Manhattan with Bragg. Uh, so he's the DA's work, working against him. The city council, they've been wanting all along to cut more money from the police. And I was a little disappointed in this year's elections, I think, in the city council. Now, we, Republicans, not just Republicans, real New Yorkers, Mr. Chance, put some common sense people back uh, into the council. Thank God they erected, uh, uh, re-elected people like Dickie Palladino in Queens and in Vernikoff in South Brooklyn. But, you know, you go beyond that, and uh, uh, it's going to be more of the same old faces back there and who want to defund the police. And the new faces are even more radical in many cases. So, John, I'm not that optimistic. And, you know, you're the business guy. You always talk about the four or 500,000 people that are moving out of New York. And almost every one of them that's moving out has money, which means revenue, which you're going to be losing. Well, that's the reason. I, I could not understand uh, uh, Congressman King. Uh, when last year's budget was $98 billion, and this year's budget is like $110 billion. I mean, I'm, I'm estimating. When 500,000 people moved out and we got new expenses in from all the uh, 100,000 immigrants. I mean, it, it just... What's the word? Common sense again? It doesn't make any yes, sense so, at know, all. Yeah, no, and the extra cost, I mean, it's going to be billions and millions of dollars being spent on these new migrants, but also think of the impact it's having on, on uh, businesses. When you're walking through the streets of Manhattan and you see just people hanging around the sidewalks and trying to almost running you over with their bikes and, uh, and, this, uh, and then uh, others, you know, you know, shooting up outside Penn Station and uh, you hear people being attacked midday in midtown New York, which you never had, even during the bad days of the 1970s and 80s, you didn't have these type of assaults going on in midtown Manhattan and, uh, on bright, sunny days. Uh, it's, uh, we're losing control, and uh, if we could just draw a line and start slowly but surely pushing back, then, you know, New York is great, and has great recuperative powers, but I- I'm just afraid we've gone too far. I, mean, I was talking to my friend Chaz Palminteri the other day, and he's the most optimistic guy in the world, usually. He's a guy who made it right up from you know, the streets of, of the Bronx and incredibly successful pro-American, pro-police. But we talked to each other, what is happening? You know, can we reverse this, John? Can we bring it back? Uh, let me tell you something. New York is going to head south. Uh, on uh, Friday's show, uh, we had, uh, on Thursday's show, uh, we had uh, Jimmy Patronis, uh, commenting on Ken Griffith's uh, comments that Miami is going to become the new uh, banking capital of the of uh, North America. Well, I know my daughter is down in Charlotte. There's certainly a lot of investment banks moving down there. The financial community, North Carolina, Florida. I mean, this is this is. Let it. me give you a number. Uh, Jimmy Patronis yeah. gave us, and he's the CFO of Florida, which is uh, similar to Tom DiNapoli. A hundred and sixty. Right. New York companies, investment banking type, brokerage type, have moved to Florida, taking with them a trillion dollars 
from wow. New York. So what does that mean? I say it's sad but true. And, uh, you know, if, even if, trying, if that were it, if we could somehow draw the line now and say, that's it, it's not going to get any worse, we're going to slowly bring our way back the way Giuliani brought us back in 1993, the way George Pataki brought us back in 1995. I mean, we can do it. And then Mike Bloomberg, great job that he did. But instead, it just seems, and I'm really disappointed in the mayor. I like the mayor personally. I think he can be getting a bad deal right now. But his job is to turn the city around. And right now, it's being turned in the wrong direction. Yes, uh, you're absolutely right. Well, let's pray for New York. And um, I'm with you. I stand side by side with you. Let's do what we have to do and, uh, and hope New York survives. And happy Thanksgiving, John. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. See you Monday. Thank you. I'll see you Monday.